Yo guys, happy Sunday, good morning. Hope you had a very, very wonderful weekend. Today, I'll be talking briefly on a very succinct topic, which I've captioned emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is a very, very vital part of you as a person. I know you're asking me, how is emotional intelligence very important to me? Well, it's very important because once you have that way of self-awareness, um, know when your emotions start taking control of you and when you're in charge of your emotions and also able to understand the emotions of others, that's exactly when you're way to being a productive person. You can't be, no man is an island, looking at it, no man is an island, and you're surely going to need someone, somewhere, somehow. But when you're not able to understand the emotions of others, and also be able to understand yours, like being in control of yours, there's going to be conflict ahead of you. So that brings us to this topic, the basics of emotional intelligence. How emotional intelligence is very important to someone, especially to young people. Someone said that most of the things you learn as a young person, they are, the, they are what stays with you to your old age. Yeah. If, as a teenager right now, there are some habits you've cultivated already as a teenager, if you don't overgrow them, and you pass, let's say you pass 19, you pass 20, 22, even pass 25 with those habits, it's, that's your habit, and that's going to be how you behave for life. So that's why I made this podcast for you. I made this topic for you. So once you understand the rudimentary facts of this issue on ground, you can take it with you to your old age. And when you're a father, when you're a mother, when you're a big person in the society, this will go a long way in taking it to greater heights. So what exactly is emotional intelligence? You know, Emotional intelligence is just what? It's just being aware of your emotions, being in control of your emotions, and also being able to identify, being able to tolerate, um, I don't know the word I'm going to use there, but you know, being able to accept and tolerate the other person's emotions. Because by doing so, you are accepting that person, that person will feel accepted, and you're also helping yourself. It is somehow to be angry about an issue at point A, you go to another point B. Someone just talks to you and you transfer aggression to the person. Or something doesn't just go well for you. You are sad. Yeah. I used to be a victim of that myself. Like, when I, sometimes I do get mood swings. So whenever I'm sad, like I'm kind of feeling down, and someone beside me is kind of happy about something, I'm kind of talking about it. I was like that before. There's a way I would talk about that person. That person might end up feeling the same way I feel. You get? Because I put so much, I was thinking, I was so deep in my thoughts and emotions that I allowed it to overshadow that person that was happy. Now, that is exactly what most of us feel. It happens when you are angry and when you are sad. But the only positive part of it is if you are happy and someone beside you is sad, you can use your happiness to overshadow that person's own. Like spread your happiness to the person. The person can feel happy. But for being sad and being angry, those two things are quite dangerous. 
you get. So being able to understand, for example, you got a very bad score in your test, or you got a very you didn't get up to target in your test, and someone someone just you just met someone that actually wrote didn't do too well, didn't do too bad, just an average person and you just like managing it. Then you just start like talking about how bad yours was. And the button is that you actually got higher than that person. You see how it is. The person is hoping, like it's kind of optimistic for a very, very good score and all that. And you actually got higher than the person. And you're still wallowing your own melancholy, like, oh, I didn't get this. If the person gets to find out that you actually got higher, that person will become, that person's optimistic mind will get crushed because of what? Because of how you allowed your emotions to overrule the person. You didn't think, you didn't, oh, you got this score. Oh, that's cool. That's all right. Next time, work on you. Keep yours to yourself. That's what an emotionally intelligent person is going to do. Or you get how it is. Being able to understand the emotions of others and helping them, it's what makes you to be emotionally intelligent. You might have a very low IQ, but if your emotional quotient, your EQ is very, very high, it's going to be very hard for you not to be successful in life. I want to say about emotional intelligence and emotional quotient is that it can be changed, it can be upgraded. The same way it can be upgraded, the same way it can be reduced. Whereas intelligent quotient is just stipulated for your life, like it's permanent, it can't be changed no matter what you do. So this week, I'm going to endeavor you to take a look at yourself, understand yourself, be aware of different emotions. Whenever you feel sad and you don't know the reason, think, what has been bothering me lately? Whenever you feel angry, think, is it really worth it? And when you're happy, keep your guard up so you don't make promises that you can't keep. Once again, it's your host, Great, and I hope you have a very, very good week. Thank you very much.